welcome to the Grow My Salon Business podcast, where we focus on the business side of hairdressing. I'm your host, Anthony Whitaker, and I'll be talking to thought leaders in the hairdressing industry, discussing insightful, provocative, and inspiring ideas that matter. So get ready to learn, get ready to be challenged, get ready to be inspired, and most importantly, get ready to grow your salon business. Hairdressers everywhere often speak about the role of the counsellor that many hairdressers have with their clients. Mental health is a subject that has risen up a list of things that are not only acceptable, but essential to talk openly about. Unfortunately, though, for a range of reasons, many people today suffer from poor mental health. As a result, suicide rates in many countries, particularly amongst young men, are higher than ever. On today's podcast, I speak with Australian hairdresser Stevie English, who is creating an online hairdressing education platform with the aim of raising awareness and support for the issues surrounding mental health and suicide prevention. Regardless of where you are in the world, this is well worth listening to. So without further ado, let's get into it. My guest today is hairdresser, salon owner and friend, Stevie English, who is based in Sydney, Australia. But what we'll be talking about today on this podcast is universal, regardless of where you live. It's my great pleasure to welcome you to the show, Mr. Stevie English. Uh, Thanks, boss. (laughs) All right, Stevie. Uh, Okay, so I need to fess up. Stevie and I used to work together uh, 20 odd years ago. So it's, uh, you know, an added pleasure to have him with us today. So, you know, 20 odd years ago, I met you and I've been following you on Facebook. And I I noticed uh, over the last four or five days that your Facebook page has just blown up with a project that you've started that essentially is about mental health and raising awareness for suicide prevention, uh, support, particularly amongst men. And so that's going to be, you know, the focus of this discussion. I mean, usually I do get some time to, uh, to prepare and work out some notes and stuff. But, you know, when I saw the response that you were getting to this on Facebook, Stevie, I thought I've got to talk to you straight away. So um, do you want to Tell our, our listeners, our audience, uh, what it is. What is what is this project that you've uh, decided to call Hair Razor? And um, let's uh, pass the microphone over to you, and I, I'll just be our audience, asking you the sort of questions that that they want to know um, as to how this is going to work, and potentially how they can be involved in it, and you know why you're doing this. Uh, thanks, Anthony. And yeah, you, you did hire me. Um, I think it was 19 years ago, and uh, um, it's it's always been a, a great pleasure to catch up with you and and chat to you. And so, thanks for having me on here. Well, uh, absolute pleasure. Wow, mental health um, is, is is isn't just a buzzword. It, it's it's something that really affects so many people. Without going into too much detail, a friend's husband committed suicide, and I wanted to do something. And, and, and to be honest, I'm, I'm not the, your typical, I'm not the first person to be the most charitable and all that, but it was, it really sort of struck a chord. So when I said, you know, could we do a fundraiser? Could we do this? Could we, um, the, we had an overwhelming um, response to what a great idea. And I, my uncle, my dad, my stepfather, my brother, um, the stories that I've heard in the last 72 hours have been um, shocking, frightening, overwhelming, but also um, the human spirit that you you 
see and, and the thing people that have had to overcome, but it's one of those things that we just don't talk about. And so I, I guess that that's sort of, and in a very small period of time, we've gone from an idea into um, we're going to launch um, a really big fundraiser around um, mental health, suicide and suicide awareness and suicide prevention. But also, I, I, I guess, um, the, the one thing that you, you don't think about, that anyone who's in that state of they want to um, end it, and, and I feel for anybody who's in that position, but I, I guess it's the people that are left behind and those are the stories that I've heard. And yeah, that that's the more I hear, the more I want to do and the more I want to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So um, interestingly, you know, once I, I heard you were going to do this, I, I keep going back to an interview that I heard someone else doing about five years ago. It's a, a, a friend of mine who a lot of our audience will know, uh, a gentleman by the name of Wynne Claybor. And Wynne was interviewing someone about this very same subject, about suicide prevention. And I, I, the only bit that I can really remember from it, because it really struck home to me, was that the young lady that uh, Wynne was interviewing, she had uh, tried to commit suicide. Um, she lost people that were close to her uh, by suicide. But the bit that I really remember that sticks with me from this is she said that we shouldn't even use that term committed suicide. And her justification for that was that you should really say died by suicide because suicide is a mental illness. It's a disease. And we don't say committed a heart attack or committed cancer, but we do say committed suicide. And it, it really polarizes people, doesn't it? So suicide, when people die by suicide, everyone is affected. Everyone feels, you know, uh, very sad, but there's also a lot of anger about suicide because people sort of feel that the person who has uh, passed away has done this unmistakably uh, selfish act, which has a huge impact on a lot of other people. I don't know where I'm going with this, um, I, but it, it's you know just what? as and you're I, using that term, committed suicide, and I'm thinking about what she said, died by suicide. I must admit that when she said it, I thought, do you know what? She's right. It is a mental illness. And just like cancer is an illness or, you know, um, heart attacks, heart disease is an illness, maybe the very terminology we use, um, we should reconsider. What are your thoughts about that? I, I think um, that's the first time I've heard of that. And I think it's um, very relevant. I guess uh, for me, and, and, and I'll be super honest, this is... Um, very new to me being so open, not just about um, mental illness, but I'm not, I, I wouldn't put myself as your poster boy for being the most charitable person in the room. Um, my wife every Friday night goes out um, into Darlinghurst in, in Sydney and hands out um, food in a, in sort of a, a soup kitchen and every Friday from, so she leaves the house at six and comes back at 10 30 and she is probably the most empathetic and charitable person I know. And, and I don't feel like that. But when you hear these stories and whether it's um, died by suicide or committed suicide, it's something we have to talk about. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, the, the, 
the only thing that I, I remember when the uh, on the wording stuff there was a while ago in Australia there was it was called a king hit and now they call it a coward punch and wording is important but um, for me I think this cause in suicide and suicide prevention um, and for the people that left behind so you talked about anger you talked about um, that and, and, I, and I think that that is devastating for so many people um, when I put my video up last night my father-in-law and I was aware of this but not really aware of it we've never spoken about it and so his brother um, had committed suicide and he said my hero so his older brother two years older and my wife wasn't born at the time so I guess it, it but and he said that was 54 years ago and I still think about it every day mm. and I think that that is what people are dealing with, whether it be um, fathers, brothers, uncles, mothers, aunt, you know, it is devastating and it's devastating for the people that are left behind. And hairdressers, um, we talk to people every day and it, it, I really think it's our job to sometimes bring up uncomfortable conversations. And, and I have to say that I'm... I'm, I do feel uncomfortable in this position um, in, in the fact I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable that people are unloading this stuff. And, and I, when I'm saying I'm com- uncomfortable, I, because I, know, I think on social media, everyone tries to show this fantastic version of their life, but actually that's often not true. You know? and, and so I, I think being uncomfortable is quite healthy. And I think we should talk about it even if it is uncomfortable and that is really what I would like to achieve here and try and help wherever I can and, and when I say me I can assure you that um, I might be the, uh, the, the the mouth here at the minute in, in at this um, start of this fundraiser but I've got plenty of people behind me who are, who are helping and organizing and doing logistics so um, it really is a, a, a team effort Okay, so so what exactly is it that you're uh, doing? So I'm going to be quite vague around exactly what it is in terms of, because we don't have dates, we don't have, we haven't set every structure, but we are um, five days into um, building it and we're, we're, we're getting very closer into what our vision is for this um, fundraiser charitable event and and so what we're going to do is we're going to use and and obviously we're in australia but we're going to use um the educators australian hairdressers but not just australian hairdressers because i've been reached out from um new zealand uh, the uk um america and for other educators who are going to um give their time and money and that's that's Another thing that I really believe in, that every educator that um, comes onto this platform to give their time, I also want them to put their money where their mouth is because this is something that um, financial backing will make a big difference to a lot of people. Um, And so the – sorry, without going back, but the premise is it's going to be educators doing what they do best I'm um, a 30 minute, it could be you, Anthony, talking about 
you're a fantastic business coach and it could be 30 minutes of you talking that it could be now I'm a colorist. It can be me um, doing a particular technique. And obviously you can't do a full haircut in, um, or some people can do a full haircut in 30 minutes. But the idea is that we get a, a, a tease into these educators, a tease into these educators' lives and people can come and have a look and we're going to create a resource of um, videos and educators for hairdressers around the world, around the globe to come in and check. They will have to pay, but we'll come in and check and have a look about what we do. Okay. That sounds really interesting. So just to sort of recap that, it's a, it's a, it's a fundraising educational event where platform artists are going to do a 30-minute uh, demonstration, haircut, colour, talk about business, whatever it is, and it'll be uploaded to a pay-per-view platform. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, and, all the, and all the funds will go towards a suicide prevention charity. Charities, I think, is probably the best way um, to do it. I think... Uh, and I want 100% transparency around that. There will be all of the the work that the educators do, all of the um, any of the back end stuff, so the admin and stuff. That's all done out of um, our own time. If and and we're going to be doing because obviously not everybody is comp- uh, very savvy at filming stuff. So in Australia, we're going to have hubs where we will have um, uh, whether it be tech centres or people's salons where we get people to come in and we will have teams that will video them and then we can upload that content. Uh, we want to make it as easy as possible. So, you know, for me, um, an iPhone or an Android phone is a very simple way of showing something that as most hairdressers were very visual. So, um, and, and the idea is that yes, then we'll upload, all that content so people can go in in their own time. So it, it doesn't mean that you have to sit and watch, um, you know, 100, 150. I think we're on, I think I've been asked by about 170 over um, educators and hairdressers who would like to um, give their time and money, which is in Australia, that's, that's $17,000 straight away. Right. So 170 odd hairdressers, each doing a half hour, uh, demonstration yeah. presentation yeah. of whatever and to access this you'll go onto this uh, platform um yeah. and it's you 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 get open access to the whole 170 of them or you, you just choose yeah. the ones that you want one to yeah. all of them right so it's a it's a one fee that's a lifetime fee that enables you to watch as many or as few of these things for as long as you want and i'm gonna say it potentially is a lifetime fee or if we were to do this annually or biannually, then maybe that would be a yearly fee or a biannually fee, if that makes sense, just so that we can continue. Because um, the, the potential here, and, I, and I, I, on my um, Facebook, I, I put up that I'd like to make $50,000. Right. Um, well, it seems very achievable. I think so. I really do. And, and, but I, but you know, and if we could make more, that would be amazing. Um, it really would. So, and, and uh, you know, as I said, um, it, this kind of was an idea and it, the amount of interest from fantastic educators, from fantastic hairdressing, household hairdressing names that have got to me 
that um, is just unbelievable. But it also means that it means a lot to everybody, you know. So and and so and, and whether it's um, forever or it's going to be annually, it's something that we can do as hairdressers and make a difference. Yeah. What, why do you think that hairdressers in particular, I mean, uh, I suppose the obvious answer is something to do with that, that thing that is often spoken about with hairdressers, that they're sort of like a, a counsellor in many ways, that they have a, a close relationship with a lot of clients. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I never found this with me, that people would share their deep, dark secrets. But as an industry, I think it's often sort of commented upon like that, isn't it? That uh, that people share stuff with their hairdresser that they don't necessarily share with other people. What, what, why do you think that is? I think contact in I would never normally touch you. Um, maybe as a mate, I might shake your hand, you know, hug you. Uh, but in a bar or in a normal situation, um, yes, there might be a shake of a hand, but that would be it. Yeah. But hairdressers break that contact because Within five minutes, um, you're touching them, you're touching hair. So it, it creates, it changes the boundaries of, we always, you know, I, I, and I try and teach my staff to always be professional, but I think sometimes that line does get blurred because you feel such close contact, that, you know, such close contact and so much. And, and again, I believe in energies and stuff like that. And you can feel you can feel people's energies and you can feel that stuff. And, and that, I guess that's why that we get given more information, um, good and bad, you know? Um, and, and, and I think it's a very, really powerful, um, position. We sit in the market that people don't realize, you know, people do love their hairdresser, you know? And yeah. so if by loving your hairdresser, you can tell them your deepest, darkest secret, or your, and um, it can make a difference. And I think that's it. But I think, and, and like I said at the beginning, and I, I feel uncomfortable in this, and I'm comfortable telling my clients or giving them my advice. Um, but, you know, I'm not a counselor. Is my advice the right advice? Mm. <laughs> you know, and, that, and, that, and a lot of hairdressers could be in that space. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, it's interesting. I've just uh, spent the weekend at a at a, a music festival here in the UK, and um, you know, a lot of people were walking around with a uh, you know a, a bag that had been given to them. I'm not sure by who, which charity, but you couldn't help but see this bag everywhere because printed on the side of it was a a quote that I researched when I got home, um, and it was by it's an old quote. It came, first was said in uh, 110 BC, so you know, a long time ago, and it's attributed to a a, a religious. Uh, leader, a Jewish religious leader by the name of Hillel, H-I-L-L-E-L. And, and what the quote was, it was written on the side of these bags, it was just in your face everywhere you went, was, if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? And I just kept seeing it. And, it, you know, I got home, I had to research it straight away. And, and then I put on my Facebook and I see you doing this thing. And as, as you're saying, it's like you don't feel like the poster boy for giving, et cetera, et cetera. But that's what I like about what you're doing. It's like, well, 
who are you, who are you waiting for to do this? Whatever it is, and no matter where you are in the world, the the context that this was being used at, at the festival I was at was very much about the environment. So it was very much about you know um, the the plastic pollution. It was very much about global warming, blah blah blah. So it was a sort of a message to people to to stand up, that don't wait for other people to do this. And you know that's one of the things I love about the fact that you have you know, got this, that you've taken the initiation to get this project going. And, and I, I saw it from its inception, the first post on post on Facebook, where you were posting something about how much is an educator's time worth. And then you turned a problem into this incredible, you know, opportunity. And the fact that within this very short space of time, you've already got 170 uh, hairdressers who are volunteering to pay to produce some content to upload it and i think that 170 you're probably only just scratching the surface so there's there's two very different things going on here isn't there there's this platform for education and there yes. is this great cause that you're addressing mental health uh, suicide prevention with a focus on men and i i think that both those things are admirable and i think it is is it typical of the hairdressing industry? Uh, I would like to think that as hairdressers, we're very sort of emotionally involved and emotionally in touch with a lot of things. So I think that you've rung a lot of bells um, in people uh, and it, it has made them, you know, come out of the woodwork very quickly and want to be supportive and want to get you behind and want to get behind you with this. Um, so, yeah, I congratulate you on that. Uh, it's like a curveball, right? Um, it's if you had like... Most good business people, you, at the beginning of the year, you sit down and you set goals and, and you, you have goals for the year on and whether they're um, personal, um, doing stuff with your family, whether it's about um, exercise or more surfing or, um, you know, financial. And I, I did write, I wanted to be more charitable because I look at my wife as a, a great example, but I never in my wildest dreams had this as um the idea but in that saying as you you said if not you if not when or um how um i feel that mate if i have a voice why not use it um and you know and if it does ring that bell for people and if people um then let's do it you know because really i and i and i don't and i don't I, some, a part of me wants to share stories that people have told me, but also I don't want to give up what other people that's there. If they want to tell it to you, I would let them, but because they told it to me, I feel that there's something, but they're, they're heartfelt and they're um, honest and raw and, you know, and whether that pain was 20 years, five years, three months ago, and I've heard all, every one of those, um, it, it's something that we have to do and do our best to um, get about. And I know you have children. I know you have um, both boys and girls. And I've got a boy and a girl. And, and you know, the, the, that thought um, is probably, you know, you don't know fear until you have children. And But that, that thought just that scares the hell out of me. And so, you know, I, I, mental health, suicide, it, it's just frightening. I, and I, and I <laughs> you know, and how do I... What do, what do we do other than raise as much money as we can as hairdressers? Let's unite hairdressers, right? Because we are, we're a fun bunch. 
let's unite a fun bunch around a really dark um, problem and try and make a difference. And and really for me that that that's that's what where it's at. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned a couple of things there. One of them was, you know, about you have a voice and. Um, a lot of the audience listening to this will be in the UK, uh, some in Australia, um, and a lot in America. Uh, and for you as a, as a hairdresser, some people, I know, I know you work internationally for uh, Matrix in different countries, so, you know, you, you would be known. Um, and I, I agree with what you've said. You have a platform. You have a voice. You have people sat in front of you. So it's it relatively easy to be heard, to be listened to. To, to make a difference. You just have to stand up and be counted. I suppose it's a little bit like me with this podcast. I'm looking at your uh, Facebook feed and I'm thinking, well, what can I do? Well, I've got a voice. I've got an audience. Uh, what does it take? Uh, <laughs> despite all the problems we had actually getting this recording started, um, you know, what, what does it take to try and spread this message out? And if everyone, uh, if every hairdresser tries to spread that sort of positive message, it's got to be a good thing. So, you know, there's that voice, that platform that you have or I have and that a lot of our audience have as hairdressers. I suppose every hairdresser has a voice, that every hairdresser has a platform because everyone has a client in their chair. But then the other thing you, you mentioned was social media. And social media can be a force for good as well for things like this. As, as much as it can create um, unrealistic expectations for a lot of people that gets them, you know, depressed because – you know, they think that their life is so dull and boring compared to everyone else that they're following. And we all know that that's not the, the, the reality, but it, it, it is important to, again, try and use uh, social media to spread um, this message as positively as possible. Yeah. And, and this technology that we now have available to us, you know, when we talk about you putting this um, education that you're doing, uploading it to a platform and people producing the content in different hubs around the country. That's the amazing thing about technology that, yes, it will create a downside, but the upside to it is massive. So we have to look for how we can use all the technology in front of us, uh, including social media, um, as, a, as a force for good. And this is a, a fantastic example of you doing that. 100%. And I, and I think what you touched on there with social media, I mean, I think that if you were to ask hairdressers what's the bad things about, and whether it be salon owners or, or hairdressers in the whole, what's the bad thing about our industry? You know, they, they might be, oh, I'm not getting enough education, social media stuff. And then if you went on the other side of that and you went, what's the good thing about our, edu our um, industry? They'd probably go, social media, education, stuff. <laughs> so it's sort of um, this bizarre world where we're so lucky to have the technology, as you said, but at the same time, that comes with a downside. And you know what? And I'm an international artistic director for Matrix, and I'm not here to plug them at all. And we won't be with this um, fundraiser. I've been offered by all the brands here in Australia um, um, a lot of help and um, and I'm sure they will, will fund us, but we, this is not a brat about um, exposing brands or, or doing that. But when we talk about social media, right, I might be um, flying to New York and that looks, I never put in the fact that um, I'm at an airport for three hours, my plane's delayed, um, my taxi rides, 
all the boring stuff. You only ever make it look good. And I think that that's where social media is the downside. People only ever make stuff look good. Um, you don't see the the drudgery or the the, the stuff. And, and so I think, you know, I never really compare, but I think it's human nature is often to look at what, what they're doing and why aren't I doing it? Um, and, and, and that, that I think is probably a new, it's not a new phenomenon, but I think it's, um, magnetized in social media. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. So if I'm a, if I'm a young hairdresser listening to this and I'm not in Australia, I'm in the UK, I'm in the U S um, and I'm thinking I'd like to participate in that. How can I participate in it? I know I'm putting you on the spot here because I know that this whole idea has literally just happened within the last three or four days. But, um, you know, you talked about in uh, six or seven different cities in Australia, New Zealand, um, that there are groups of hairdressers that are going to get together in what you referred to as a hub and they're going to produce 30 minutes of content each uh, that's then going to be uploaded to a platform and that that will be a pay-per-view thing for people everywhere to access. So I get that you can access that whether you're in the UK or the US. But if I'm a young hairdresser and I'm thinking, do you know what? I would really like to get involved with this at a deeper level. Um, any any suggestions, anything um, you know, that you've got uh, on the uh, burner for that? Well, firstly, I, I think um, because this is so new, um, I would ask you either if you don't have to follow me at all, but I'm on Instagram. I'm at Stevie English or one word. Um, and I will be putting stuff on my stories there around links to where you can go to find this and the information, um, on Facebook, I'm Steve Cawthine. Um, and again, I'll be putting that information up there as soon as I have, and the reason I haven't done it yet is because it's with a copywriter. I just want all the wording done correctly so it, it um, so no one can get upset. So sure. no one can, um, you know, and, and in, a, in today's world, I, I want it to look and sound as professional as we really want this event to be. Um, and I really do think it's, it's going to be, and I hope it is, starts an avalanche of charitable things and people giving their time and money. Um, cause there's one thing there's a couple of things that, um, is going to help, right? The families firstly. So the, the whole cause, the whole, um, suicide, um, prevention and, and, and also the families that uh, have to do with it. But then I also think, um, in this world, so I, 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 I left the UK in, um, 99, so 20 years ago. So I don't know what education is like in the UK. Um, I know in America, it's a one year, um, cosmetology uh, school in Australia with three years, but potentially that's going to get taken away. So I'm worried my, my future, my education, you know, I'm worried. So the, the, the byproduct of this is actually younger guys and younger hairdressers have the opportunity to see some of the best talent in the world. I have ex, um, Australian hairdresser of the year. This year's Australian Hairdresser of the Year. I've got Global Hairdresser of the Year. I've got so many great educators and platform artists um, that have put their hand up that you will get to see these people that will benefit you when you go into a salon, when you go in and you're behind the chair and you're dealing with clients that will hopefully help make you more professional and help make our profession more professional. Good. So it's, 
so for me, that is probably the the another little bit of the puzzle that will help. Okay. And so when do you anticipate this um, going live? Uh, by the end of, so we will be, it will be a full week um, on Thursday that it would have been that I've made this decision. Um, if you give me uh, by probably Monday or Tuesday, I will have a web page. I will have um, Facebook pages and um, logins for educators and how we can, and a GoFundMe page. And because we, we're going to use GoFundMe because I think it's um, a very uh, transparent way of seeing where the money goes and how much is raised. So people can see that milestone going up. And so, and again, in, in transparency, GoFundMe takes 7%. So that's the only money that um, won't go to the charity because it will go to the, the um, GoFundMe. Yeah. That's okay. how they make their money. Yeah. Um, and, but if you give me another week, I will have, and hopefully by the time this airs, Anthony, you will have every link, every, um, Facebook page, uh, in, there'll be an Instagram. I will have it all done. And when I say I, I'm using the Royal I because there is a, there, there, I have a team of people, um, fantastic, um, who, when I put this idea, the first people that come to me, um, and, and to offer their help. And so it's, there's three of us and there's, um, uh, Mia, um, DeVis and Kirsty Stafford. And we are doing this, um, together and, you know, and, and, and I, and we all have different skill sets and that is why it will work because, um, of our different skill sets. Great. Okay. And, uh, when you say it's going to be on a pay-per-view platform, uh, what is the platform that you're thinking it will be on? Or can't you, know you answer what? that yet? No, no, I can. Yeah. And um, I'm going to do it on Facebook. So, and, and the reason Facebook has, um, and, you know, we had technical issues here, but the, the bandwidth and I can make a closed group. I can put it in there. We can, once I see, the, you know, how the money goes. Um, so I think it will be, and I think, I will then move it across after a period of time to a different hub where I'll hold it all, all the intellectual property. But I think the easiest way for people to log in would be that. Okay. And again, that's how I'm thinking. Yeah. And, sure. and let's use technology and what we have and let's use it to the best of its ability. And everybody, a, a vast majority of people um, are on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Well, that all sounds, uh, Really exciting, and it also sounds like an enormous amount of work. But um, I want to, you know, congratulate you on on you know taking the initiative to make this happen. Uh, there was something I was going to ask you. Um, oh no, it wasn't. I was going to say uh, the date. So you you said today's Monday or Tuesday, whatever it is. Today's the second of July as we're recording this. Yeah. Uh, so and you think it'll be by the ninth of July? We'll have Facebook page, Instagram, et cetera, up and running. Um, so people can find out more about the song. Uh, this won't get published um, before the 9th of July, this podcast. I'll make sure it goes out the week after that. So, um, yeah, it'll be. Thank you. For, um, and, and, you know, you just then you said you congratulate me. Um, at the end of this, hopefully, um, I think us as a, as a, a collective I'm not sure what a collective um, noun for hairdressers is, but um, um, hopefully it's a hooray of hairdressers who've 
really got together and worked for something that is so important. And, um, you know, and then um, I don't know whether congratulations would be the word, but I, sure. I, I think relief. Um, I think, uh, you know, and, and, but also, you know, it shows you what we can do when we all get together and, and, and really work as one. And, and, and that's another part of, I think what's going to be one of the really lovely things. And I, you know, again, and the last thing I'll say is if you do have a story, um, I, I can honestly hand on heart say, I'll, I'll listen to it. And, um, I might not be the most equipped, but you know, it's what I've heard so far. It just, it breaks my heart, but also it, um, it sort of galvanizes what we're doing and, and that's why we, we have to do it. Yeah. One last thing then, Stevie, um, Instagram, Facebook, um, between now and whenever we get the official, uh, and it will be called hair razor. Yeah. Hair razor for mental health or something like that. Something yeah? Absolutely around that. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I will make sure that I add that on to the end of this podcast. Thank you very uh, in, much. In the meantime, it is a Steve Corthine. How do you spell Corthine for our audience? Uh, C-O-R-T-H-I-N-E. And so that's all one word, Steve Corthine, on Instagram, is it? No, that, that's my Facebook Facebook, and right, okay. my Instagram is Stevie English. Stevie, S-T-E-V-I-E. English. English, all one word. And that's sort of my pseudonym, if you like. Got you. Okay. All right, Steve, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. And I, uh, I look forward to seeing how, um, you know, Hair Razor uh, evolves. I think it's a wonderful thing that you're doing. And I can congratulate yourself, the rest of your team, and, you know, the hairdressing community at large for getting behind things like this because um, I think it's something that we're, you know, perhaps uniquely positioned to do. So, uh, Stevie English, thank you ever so much once again. Uh, cheers, boss, and any time. Um, thank you. And, and for anyone that has listened and it, it's rung a, a chord or you felt um, the need, you know, or if there's anyone that you think you need to talk to, please, guys, reach out to them. Um, today is the day that you call that friend, your, that relative, um, you know, be the mate, take someone out for a beer because that's what, I'll, that's what we have to do. And, and really that's where I, I want to get it to. That Thanks is, Anthony. That is a perfect note to finish on. Thank you. Cheers mate. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to connect with us, you'll find us at growmysalonbusiness.com or on Facebook and Instagram at growmysalonbusiness. And if you enjoyed tuning into our podcast, make sure that you subscribe, like, and share it with your friends. Until next time, this is Anthony Whitaker wishing you continued success.